Hey everyone, and welcome to the Bible Breakdown Podcast. In this podcast, we will be breaking down the Bible one chapter a day. Whether you are a new believer or have been following Christ for a while, we believe that you will learn something new and fresh every single day. So thank you for joining us, and let's get into breaking down the Bible together. Well, hello, and welcome back to our journey through Leviticus. Today is Leviticus 23. And I'm going to tell you something. After all of these different things we're doing, this is a good one, all right? I'm really, really excited about this one, and you hopefully will be as well once you realize what it is, and that is this. Imagine that your grandparents, 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 as long as you can imagine, has worked seven days a week, never had a day off, never got paid for their work other than just the basic bare minimum, and they are slaves. Okay, now, because of that, you have no idea what it is to celebrate. Like, you, 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 unless you do it, you know, privately, you know, but to, to celebrate as an entire nation, not a thing. You're not going to do it. Do you know one of the things that God required them to do is, number one, they were required to take a day off. Don't you love, I don't know who you work for, but would you not love that if when you went on to work somewhere, they said, hey, look, we're glad you're here. We're going to work hard for six days a week but you are required to take a day off and required to rest. Boy, go ahead and make them the company of the year, right? But here's the other thing. What we don't realize, some people know that. It's called Sabbath. It's, it was on Saturday back in the Old Testament, and there's an argument to be made that it's, it's, it's different now, or it's, it's more just the, the principle, not the practical. That's a, another thing for another day. But on the sixth day of the week, they were supposed to, or excuse me, the seventh day, they were supposed to Sabbath, and Sabbath simply doesn't just mean rest, but it also means to flourish, to recover, all those different things. It was just a day of recovery for everybody. But then here's the other thing. They also had other days, like festivals. There was the Festival of the Unleavened Bread, where they would celebrate you know, getting out of Egypt. Festival of First fruits, yes, the harvest festival. There was all these different festivals of trumpets, festivals of the Day of Atonement, festivals of, of shelters, depending on the translation you read, it may say booths, it was tents that they would have, you know, and there was all these different festivals. And during these different festivals, they were supposed to celebrate. And so they didn't just get it's almost like when you go to work, you know, using that analogy again, they t- they say, Well, first of all, no matter what, we're gonna pay you for one day not to work. And then not only are we gonna pay you not to work. But we're also going to give you certain holidays throughout the year that not only do you get off of work, we're going to pay you again not to work. So they didn't just get one day out of seven. They got a lot of different days that they were required to celebrate. I think that's amazing. It's absolutely awesome. We're going to see more of this as we go through, but today we're going to start this process. And so as you read this, don't think of this as just our current context where you know everybody is different, but I know a lot of people who they get... You know, days off through the week, and then they get sick time, and then they get vacation time, and then they get other types of paid time off and all this kind of stuff. This was not a thing. As a matter of fact, taking time off in this culture at this time was an act of trust because if they didn't work, they didn't eat. If they didn't do these things, then they didn't, they didn't get to eat anything. And so to trust that God, while I'm not working, you're going to continue to provide was an amazing act of trust. But at the same time, it was a way to show that God was trustworthy as well. So we're going to read through this. these. We may stop along the way, but I'm excited to get into these because we've been doing a lot about all the other stuff. <laughs> so here's some fun. Here we go. If you got your Bible, you want to pause this, 
Get your Bible out with me if you can. And it's Leviticus chapter 23. Here we go. Verse 1. The Lord said to Moses, Give the following instructions to the people of Israel. These are the Lord's appointed festivals, which you are to proclaim as official days for holy assembly. So party time in all the right ways. Here we go. Verse 3. You have six days each week to, for ordinary work, but on the seventh day, the seventh, but the seventh day is a Sabbath day of complete rest, an official day for holy assembly. It is the Lord's Sabbath day. It must be observed wherever you like you live. In addition to the Sabbath, these are the Lord's appointed festivals of the official days for holy assembly that they are to be celebrated at their proper times each year. Here we go. Here's the first one. Verse five. The Lord's Passover begins at sundown on the 14th day of the first month. On the next day, the 15th day for the month, you must begin celebrating. I love this. You must begin celebrating the festival of unleavened bread. This festival to the Lord continues for seven days. And during that time, the bread you eat must be made without yeast. On the first day of the festival, all the people must stop their ordinary work and observe an official day for holy assembly. For seven days, you must present special gifts to the Lord. And on the seventh day, the people must again stop their ordinary work to observe the official day for holy assembly. So you're telling me, God, you're telling me that for seven days I must celebrate. So it looks like I can still do my work, but even then it must be out of celebration. So you're, you're requiring me to celebrate for seven days? Check. I got that. All right. Okay. Which, by the way, that was to celebrate them being uh, delivered from Egypt. And the reason why it's unleavened bread at that time was because they were in such a hurry to get out of Egypt, they didn't have time to let it set and to let the yeast rise. And that's why they did it that way. All right, verse nine, another celebration, Lord? <laughs> Here we go. Then the Lord said to Moses, give the following instructions to the people of Israel. When you enter the land I am giving you and your harvest, you harvest its first crops, bring the priest a bundle of grain from the first cutting of your grain harvest. On the day after the Sabbath, the priest will lift it up before the Lord so it may be accepted on your behalf. On the same day, you must sacrifice a one-year-old male lamb with no defects as a burnt offering. With it, you must present the grain offering consisting of four quarts of choice flour moistened with olive oil. It will be a special gift, a pleasing aroma to the Lord. You must offer one quart of wine as a liquid offering. Do not eat any bread or roasted grain or fresh kernels on that day until you bring the offering to your God. This is a permanent law, and it must be observed from generation to generation wherever you live. So in other words, when you get that harvest, come celebrate with me, God says. Like, I want to celebrate this with you, so come do it with me. All right, verse 15, the festival of the harvest. From the day after the Sabbath, the day you bring that bundle of grain and you lift it up as a special offering, count off seven full weeks. Keep counting until the day of the seventh Sabbath, 50 days later. Then present an offering of new grain to the Lord. From wherever you live, bring two loaves of bread to be lifted up before the Lord as a special offering. Make these loaves from four quarts of choice flour and bake them with yeast. This will be an offering to the Lord from the first of your crops. Along with bread, present a seven, present seven one-year-old male lambs with no defects, one young bull, and two rams as burnt offerings to the Lord. These burnt offerings, together with the grain offerings and liquid offerings, will be a special gift, a pleasing aroma to the Lord. Then you must offer one male goat as a sin offering and two one-year-old male lambs as a peace offering. The, the priest will lift up the two lambs as a special offering to the Lord, together with the loaves presented, presenting the first of your crops. 
These offerings, which are holy to the Lord, belong to the priests. The same day, that same day, will be proclaimed as an official day of holy for holy assembly, a day on which you do no ordinary work. This is a permanent law for you, and it must be observed from generation to generation wherever you live. When you harvest the crops from your of your land, do not harvest the grain along the edges of your fields. Do not pick what the harvesters drop. Leave that for the poor foreigners living among you. I am the Lord, your God. So once again, so God, you're telling me I must observe this and I must take a day of rest? Don't you threaten me with a good time. <laughs> and then I love how, once again, he says, hey, don't, don't harvest the edges. Don't pick up what's been dropped. Leave that for others. Leave that for those who are in a position where they need it. I, I absolutely love that. All right, here we go. Verse 23. The Lord said to Moses, give the following instructions to the people of Israel. On the first day of the appointed month in early autumn, you are to observe a day of complete rest. <laughs> I love it. You will... It will be an official day of holy assembly, a day commemorated with a loud blasts, with loud blasts of a trumpet. You must do no ordinary work on that day. Instead, you are to present special gifts to the Lord. So here we go. Another day. God, you're requiring me to take a break. I got you. I got this. This is my favorite chapter, right? Here we go. Verse 26. Then the Lord said to Moses, be careful to celebrate the day of atonement on the 10th day of the same month, nine days after the festival of trumpets. You must observe it as an official day for holy assembly, a day to deny yourselves and present special gifts to the Lord. Do no work during the entire day because it is a day, the day of atonement, when offerings of purifications are made for you, making you right with the Lord your God. All who do not deny themselves that day will be cut off from God's people, and I will destroy anyone among you who does any work on that day. You must not do any work at all. This is a permanent law for you, and you must, it must be observed from generation to generation wherever you live. This will be a Sabbath day of complete rest for you on the day you must deny yourselves. This day of rest will begin at sundown on the ninth day of the month and extend until sundown on the tenth day. Did you notice this is the day when you're supposed to reflect on you know, the goodness of God and the forgiveness that you're able to get. That's what the Day of Atonement is, is when offerings and things are made. And you are to, to deny yourselves of other things and ins instead to think on the Lord. And he even says, do not work at all. And if someone decides they're going to go get some extra hours in, they're out. That's amazing to me. All right, here we go. Let's finish it up. The Feast of Shelters or Booths, B-O-O-T-H-S, or Tents, depending on the different translation. We read now the New Living Translation. So it says shelters. Here we go. Verse 33. And the Lord said to Moses, give the following instructions to the people of Israel. Begin celebrating a festival of shelters on the 15th day of the appointed month, five days after the Day of Atonement. This festival to the Lord will last for seven days. On the first day of the festival, you must proclaim an official day for holy assembly when you do no ordinary work. For seven days, you must present special gifts to the Lord. The eighth day is another holy day in which you present a special, your special gifts to the Lord. This will be a solemn occasion and no ordinary work may be done that day. These are the Lord's appointed festivals. Celebrate them each year as an official day for holy assembly by presenting special gifts to the Lord. Burn offerings, grain offerings, sacrifices, and liquid offerings, each on its proper day. Then, or excuse me, these festivals must be observed in addition to the Lord's regular Sabbath days. And the special and the offerings are 
in addition to your personal gifts and offerings you give to fulfill your vows and voluntary offerings you present to the Lord. Sorry, I'm getting tongue-tied because I'm just thinking about all these days off. This is amazing. Verse 39, remember that this seven-day festival to the Lord, the Feast of Festival of Shelters, begins on the 15th day of the appointed month after you have harvested all the produce of the land. The first day and the eighth day of the festival will be days of complete rest. On the first day, gather branches from magnificent trees, palm fronds, boughs of leafy trees, willows that grow by the streams. Then celebrate with joy before the Lord your God for seven days. You must observe this festival to the Lord for seven days every year. This is a permanent law for you. It must be observed in an appointed month from generation to generation. For seven days, you must live outside in little shelters. All native-born Israelites must live in shelters. This will remind each new generation of Israelites that I made their ancestors live in shelters when I rescued them from the land of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. So Moses gave the instructions, these instructions regarding the annual festivals to the Lord. The bottom line is, God loves to party. <laughs> he loves to celebrate, and He loves to celebrate with His people. And I love the idea that God says, hey, listen, I need you to rest. I want you to rest. You are going to rest. And not only are you going to rest, but I want you to rest with me. I want you to celebrate with me. I want you to celebrate with one another. And you're going to continue to do this. You're going to continue to teach your generations and generations that it is important to work hard, but it's also important to rest hard and you rest with me. I love that. I want to know what you get out of this. You can let me know down in the comments below. And I will see you next time for Leviticus 24.